Thank you for listening to the North Korea Freedom Week podcast. My name is Anj, and I'm here with uh, Lindsay Vesey, who is the Advocacy Coordinator for Open Doors. Lindsay, how are you today? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. So next week is North Korea Freedom Week. You've been slammed busy with getting everything done. Kind of tell me, what has it been taking for you even to prepare for something like this? Well, it's been a huge effort with the help of lots of people. But one of the main things that I'm doing this year is I'm coordinating the lobbying activities for the whole North Korea Freedom Coalition, uh, which means that we're actually running a campaign online right now. And this campaign is for the North Korean refugees. So we're trying to gather thousands of signatures from our supporters to ask their members of Congress to sign a letter. And this letter will be sent to the president of China asking him to stop repatriating the North Korean refugees. Why do they keep sending back North Koreans to North Korea? China basically doesn't want to deal with the problem, um, you know, in the same way that the U.S. doesn't want to have, you know, lots of people coming over our borders illegally. You know, China feels the same way. But the main difference is, let's say a Mexican comes across our border. They're not in fear of their life, usually. They're just looking for a better life, and Mm -hmm. they want the job opportunities. In North Korea, people are starving to death. Already, two to four million people have starved to death in the past ten years. Um, There's also absolutely no freedoms in North Korea, no religious freedom, no political freedom. Um, And with people starving to death, no wonder they're going across the border into China. And it's illegal to escape North Korea without proper what authorities or permits or what does it even take to leave North Korea? The only people who can leave North Korea are top uh, officials in the Communist Party. Wow. So the average person, I mean, it's actually a capital offense to leave North Korea. So they're trying to escape this this communist-dominated country to go to China for a better life. They can't. So then they're being sent back. When then what happens when they get sent back? When they get sent back to North Korea, they're interrogated, they're imprisoned, often they're tortured, sometimes they're even executed. But the majority will end up in labor camps or in political prisoner camps. And these camps are really just like concentration camps that you have seen pictures of. Yeah, it sounds very similar to like the Holocaust and Mm -hmm. everything. Okay, so North Korea Freedom Week is like, what's the main overall goal? Just to have awareness of what is going on in North Korea and what China is doing? Is that kind of the basic goal? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the main goal is just to raise awareness of the plight of North Koreans and the massive human rights and religious rights abuses that are taking place there. Okay. So when you're trying to get all these signatures uh, from supporters, what supporters do you mean? Do you mean Open Door supporters or the North Korea Freedom Coalition who we're affiliated with? Their supporters? We're looking for anyone who can take action online. Of course, a lot of our Open Doors supporters have already taken action, um, but we've been advertising this in the media, on lots of different blogs and radio interviews. So anyone who wants to take action is welcome to. And, you know, we really need to get lots of people to take action because your member of Congress, you know, they won't really sign this letter unless they hear from the people who vote them into office. North Korea Freedom Week is mainly taking place in Washington, D.C. this year. And so you'll be there, as same with some other Open Doors and Freedom Coalition people. What will you be doing the entire week? Um, There'll be a lot of different events throughout the week. But some of the main events, um, there's going to be a protest in front of the Chinese embassy about the North Korea refugee crisis. There will also be um, a special prayer service on Sunday night for the North Korean defectors. Um, And the main event, actually, that I'm planning, there'll be a a rally um, on April 29th in Washington, D.C., 
not what I'm planning, but following <laughs> that immediately after, um, I've actually organized the lobbying activities. So there's three pieces of legislation that are affecting the North Korean refugees um, and North Koreans in general. And so I've actually organized our supporters and the people who will be coming to the protest into groups so that they can go visit members of Congress right after the protest cool. and talk to them about passing these pieces of legislation. Now, is your hope to get this letter to the president and obviously the long-term goal would encourage them to stop sending North Koreans back? Do you think that's a strong possibility this year? Uh, definitely. Uh, a letter that is sent by members of Congress I am 100% sure we'll actually make it to the president of wow. China. The real goal is to get more congressional signatures. If it only has a few signatures, then it won't bear as much weight. Definitely. But we're actually, there's a letter circulating in both the House and in the Senate, both to the president of China. So I think he's going to get the message loud and clear this year. Now, because like the spotlight is on China right now, with the Olympics and everything, do you think this is just kind of something in the back of his mind because there's so many other things going on, like in Tibet and everywhere else. I mean, is this really a concern for them? It is. We know that there's been a concerted effort this year with, you know, the Olympics coming up to really make it difficult to get information on what they're doing mm -hmm. to these refugees. There's been a clampdown on the information. And another really important thing, just last week it was, I believe, the U.S. Commission on International Religious Freedom released a report on this very issue saying that, you know, North Koreans don't have religious freedom that those who try to leave the country are being sent back by China, and that China is to blame. So oh my this gosh. was all over the news last week, wow. and yeah, a lot of attention is being brought to what China, you know, China's abuses in the situation. So then, do you think it's kind of like, in your opinion, Lindsay? Do you think it's good that the Olympics right now is going to be taking place in China because so much right now of China is being unveiled? And do you think it's a good thing? I mean, your personal. My personal opinion, I don't think China should have been given the Olympics. Yeah. I think they were given, I think it's a privilege to be able to host the Olympics. And I think the Olympic Committee was somewhat naive to think that by giving China the Olympics that they would really improve their human rights situation. I think it's like taking away a piece of leverage that we had, mm -hmm. and we haven't really seen very many concrete results. We've now, seen a few. But wasn't just like recently, wasn't China taken off? the U.S. list of the... The worst violators yeah. of, of okay. human rights. Yeah. Yes, they were taken off. And that is a real issue of concern because they, China has improved. We should state that clearly. There are a number of areas that China has improved on human rights. In the area of religious freedom, for example, there are a lot of house churches that meet without harassment. But the problem is there's many, many more who are still facing imprisonment, harassment, and even execution. So, you know, we have to speak, you know, about China and understand there's a wide spectrum of what's happening there. Now, for those of us who can't participate in North Korea Freedom Week in Washington, D.C., we are organizing a protest in L.A. on Saturday the 26th uh, from 12 to 2 p.m., at the, the Chinese consulate, which is right in the middle of L.A., so anybody can go to that, right? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. We really encourage people in the, in the Southern California area to go and show your support. Okay. We'll be doing, what, like, worshiping, and we'll be praying, and... Um, Having a few speeches, yeah, holding signs. That'll be good, just to even show our support and our love and encourage those who are suffering, and also just to pray for them. And have a really quick story on that, um, on that very issue. In the past, we've been holding these protests, and at some of them, 
people have actually um, read out loud the names of people who are in prison in North Korea. Wow. And there was actually a prisoner in North Korea. Someone had smuggled a radio to him. And he heard his name read in front of no a Chinese you know, embassy at one of these protests. And that gave him the, the courage that he needed to try to escape again once he got out of prison, you know, escape North Korea. So we really believe that these protests are having an impact. And That's they amazing. can, yeah, they really can uh, touch lives. That's amazing. I'm looking forward to it. And you'll be across the country at the DC one. I'll be at the one in LA and as well as a bunch of other people. So, Lindsay, if people have questions, who can they email? Where can they go? They can email advocacy at odusa.org. Or they can also go to the Open Doors website at odusa.org. Okay, and that's where they can find out more information. Mm -hmm. They can sign that letter on there, I'm assuming? Yes, absolutely. Definitely go online, go to our website, and you can sign a letter, uh, send it to your congressional representative right off our website. Cool. That's great. And, Lindsay, I know that we're going to try to do some more podcasting, uh, maybe over the phone or somehow during North Korea Freedom Week when you're over there. So I look forward to hearing more about it and kind of in the midst of everything there. So uh, thank you so much for joining us, and thank you, everybody, for listening, and we will talk to you next time.